Today on CityCast Salt Lake, am I the last Utahn to taste a dirty soda? Even the New York Times is talking about them. Meg Walter, the editor of The Beehive and host of the Hive Mind podcast is here. And we're talking about Utah's favorite beverage, which is actually just a combination of a billion different flavors. It's Thursday, December 16th, 2021. I'm Ali Bayarta, and this is CityCast Salt Lake. Meg, thanks for being on CityCast Salt Lake. I'm so excited to chat with you today about dirty sodas. Oh my gosh, so happy to be here. Can't think of a subject I'm more qualified to talk about. For the uninitiated, what is a dirty soda? A dirty soda Soda made more delicious by the addition of fruit slash syrup slash caffeine. There's a number of shops that sell these. You've got your swig, you've got your so delicious, you've got your thirst, you've got your fizz. Even my local gas station has hopped into the game. And here in Utah, we're like, hey, you know what would be good? Adding more sugar to sugar. And yeah, it's good. It is good. It turns out it works. Yeah, it turns out it's like putting toppings on ice cream. Like you're taking something good and making it better. I feel like ever since I've lived in Utah, I've known that dirty sodas are a big deal here. And we were recently validated or maybe <laughs> enraged by the New York Times backing that both. assertion up. A little, a little of both. A little bit of both. Yeah. How did dirty sodas rise to their moment of supremacy in Utah? I mean, it was a perfect storm, right? We're in a culture where people can't or not supposed to drink coffee. Um, they need their caffeine, right? And humans are humans. We have rules and we're going to do everything we can to bump up against that rule, right? You give me a rule and I'm going to take it as far as I possibly can. So we can't have coffee, but what we can have is a hundred milligrams of caffeine in a 44 ounce diet Coke with coconut syrup and lime. Like, and I'm going to pay good money for that. Guess what? I'm tired. Yeah. If I drank 44 ounces of coffee, I'd be falling out of my chair. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. I mean, it's not the same as coffee. So to make up for it, we just drink more of the soda. Right. I'm trying to figure out like, is a soda shop more like a coffee shop or is it more like a bar or is it like somewhere in the middle? No, it's not. It's neither. It's because it's a drive-through and that's key to the success here because who's the customer? The customer is a mom. And so they are dropping off their kids. They're on their way to somewhere else. It's 2 PM. They're going to fall asleep at the will if they don't get something in their system quick. These things are everywhere. There's like a soda shop, a block, You don't have to go in. You just go through the drive-thru. It's going to take you five minutes max and you are caffeinated and ready to rock and roll. Do you have a personal soda habit? (laughs) (laughs) I woke up and I drank a can of Diet Coke first thing. After this interview, I'm going to go get my second. At some point today, I'm going to go to a swig. Like, yes, this is sustaining my life. It's keeping me going as it is. This is the drink of my people, right? These caffeinated sodas are what are keeping Utahns alive, essentially. What does this phenomenon being profiled in the New York Times mean? Because I feel like the, (laughs) the story itself said that soda shops are growing. They're expanding to places like uh, Florida and Oklahoma and like across the Intermountain West already. But also I feel like once the New York Times profiles something, it basically 
kills it. If it's a cultural phenomenon, rest in peace, Chugi. So yeah. what is it like? What do you think? What's your take? I mean, I white knuckled my way through that article. Anytime the New York Times covers Utah, I get extremely defensive. Right. And my whole job is to make fun of Utah culture. Like that's what the beehive is, is, Hey guys, we're quirky. Let's talk about it. But as soon as someone else who isn't part of this culture tries to do it, I get, I get really, really defensive. Like I can talk about my family, but don't you dare talk about my family. I didn't think that the article was unfair in any way. It did kind of feel like check out these yokels making 1000 calorie drinks, you know, but like what there's 1000 calorie drinks on the menu at Starbucks. Like I, you know, a little, it felt a little bit simplistic and a little bit like, can you believe these Utahns who can't have coffee? And so they're drinking all of this sugar. Yeah. Of course people are going to enjoy coconut syrup in their diet Coke because it tastes really good. Right. I mean, like I never really thought of myself as a dirty soda drinker, but I actually, I love drinking soda and like an afternoon diet Coke with lime is wonderful. So I mean, is that a dirty soda? Am I making a dirty soda? Like by adding flavor? I'm going to really show my cards here. You probably, yeah, you're Italian first (laughs) and foremost. Um, I don't get like when I go, I get lime in my diet Coke and that's it. You know, like I'm not even a dirty soda drinker. And I don't even think that's what this is about. It's about having access to a little treat Mm. once a day during COVID. I would go every day at two o'clock and drive to swig and get a diet Coke and come home. And that was the one place I went during the day. And it kept me sane. You know, we just, we need the little things, the little vices to keep us going. And for a lot of us here in Utah, it's a dirty soda shop. So does dirty soda expanding make you feel proud? Like, does it bring out Utah pride or does it make you feel concerned or jealous or pride in the same way? I'm proud of fry sauce in that, like, duh, ketchup and mayo together are going to taste good, right? Of course, people are going to do this in other ways. Of course, people are going to add vanilla syrup to Dr. Pepper because it's good. And yeah, I'm proud that we thought of it first, even though we probably didn't, you know, I'm sure that people have been adding vanilla to their Dr. Pepper all over the country for a long time. We just monetized it first. Right. Well, yeah, there's nothing more American than taking an Italian tradition and monetizing it. Yes. I hadn't even thought of like the colonization of the dirty sodas. That's a whole different episode. If you had your own dirty soda shop, what would you name it? For the strength of moms. No, that's good. Would you? What would your like <laughs> signature drink be called? What would my signature drink be called? You don't have to tell your bishop. Oh, that's good. Yeah, I mean, so you're going I'm a writer. You're going all in on edgy. Why not? Okay, I would call mine the wet bar. Mm, I love that. The thing that I think about a lot with the sodas is the the names of the shops all sound kind of like bar names to me, like mm-hmm. Swig and Fizz and So Delicious. I always think about that Stefan SNL skit with Bill Hader. That's like, you know, Salt Lake's newest club is Swig. Thirst. It has everything. Yeah. And it does have everything. Like the thing about these shops is they're not just doing dirty sodas. They're doing treats. They're doing their famous cookies. They're bringing in other bakers. They're, they're oh, okay. actually, their business model's pretty good. 
And yeah. if I have one complaint about that New York Times profile, it's that it very much made it feel like a regional quirk when actually mm. I think what they've done is pretty innovative. What do you think is the future of dirty sodas in Utah? Do you think that we'll be able to get dirty sodas at the movie theater? Because the existing movie theater syrupy soda machines are terrible. Yeah, the Coke freestyle machines are absolute garbage. The syrup gets completely muddled, right? And yeah, all you want with your large popcorn is a crisp, fresh Diet Coke. And you can't get that currently because Cinemark has decided to put their freestyle machines everywhere. And how great would it be if with your large popcorn, you could get a crisp Diet Coke and fresh lime and have a selection of a few different syrups, not the full catalog, but maybe like a sugar-free coconut, you know, it's already a lot at the movie theaters, but I'd pay a little bit more to get that kind of soda with my popcorn. And I think that if, if these, um, business owners are smart, they'll start adopting that model. Okay. I'm going to go like probably right now. (laughs) Yeah, me too. I'm very thirsty (laughs) after this conversation. (laughs) Okay, perfect. I'll see you there. Meg, thanks for being here. It was so fun to spend this time with you. I really loved it, Ali. I can't wait to do it again soon. If folks aren't already on the beehive.com regularly, it's such a fun place to learn more about Utah culture and explore all of our like quirkiest and sometimes like most earnest moments. I this morning was reading about the fake virtual Utah cranberry pickle pie. which we don't have time for that right now, but (laughs) everyone should go look at the photo of the fake pickle pie because it's absolutely wild. Wild. Yeah. Take, take a minute, read that write up from Ari. She did a great job. Um, it's a fun place. We have a lot of fun on the beehive. All right, Meg, thanks so much. One last thing before we go snow, we finally got some More than a foot of snow in Salt Lake City, and it's not just beautiful, it's a blessing. 95% of our water comes from snow, and after a couple years of intense drought and the sheer panic of a late start to winter, let's hope there's more snow in our future. Our daily newsletter includes some of your snow day photos. By the way, sign up if you haven't already, saltlake.citycast.fm. We're out of here. Our lead producer is Nick Steffens, and our newsletter writer is Madeline McGill. Our host is me, Ali Vallarta. Our theme music is by Mitochondria. If you're enjoying this show, would you consider telling a friend? We'll be back Tuesday morning with more news from around the city. Have a great weekend. I'm excited. It's delicious. Normal ice. Normalize. Diet Coke, coconut, fresh lime. That's it. It's good. <laughs>